<laughs> All right, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four Centerfolds face nerds. For all you Centerfolds face nerds out there, <laughs> as always, I'm Joey Foyles. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This is a JoJo watch along podcast where we go through each and every episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Today, specifically, we're going to be talking about episode 11 of Stardust Crusaders. The Emperor and the Hanged Man, part, part two. two. Part yeah. two. Part two. I genuinely think that's the worst thing that you've called us. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, like there was there was that one time you called us Nazis, but other than that, <laughs> de- <laughs> deflated. No, pi- that was pigeon mouth. We changed that to pigeon oh, mouth. Okay. Didn't you call us like flesh brain nerds? Uh, there was meat invade nerds. Meat invade, yeah. yeah. Flesh bud nerds. Wait, I actually, I like it, that one though. I think it was brain baby nerds. No, there was brain slime nerds. I'm pretty sure. Brain slime. I'm pretty sure there was a brain baby somewhere. Well, there was in that episode, but it was not what you called us at the, at the top of it. <laughs> we, we reached the worst possible conclusion during that episode. <laughs> Yeah, Jake Isles' face is still worse than all of that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just terrible. Ugh. So, on the last uh, previous episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Avdol gets shot in the fucking head I, and dies. I was not expecting this. Yeah, I just... And we come right back to it, because that's where we cut last time. Yep, so yeah. still on the ground, just blood everywhere. I, I wrote down that it was real kind of Whole Horse not to just kill Kakuin and uh, Polaref here. Yeah, <laughs> look, he has he has a code of ethics. No, he doesn't. Also, talking no. is a free action, Joey. He is exercising classic villain decorum, where you <laughs> allow the your your enemy to properly grieve and and get pissed off enough to fight you. I guess crying is also a free action. I mean, that counts. That counts as talking, right? In the in the manga, we have more of Kakuin being like, "Hey, Avdol, you're fine. You can get back up." Oh god, she- that's just not a good scene. Uh, oh man, because because oh, let's get off. let's just pull this back. He is a student. He is a child. <laughs> yes, th- this is a seventeen-year-old. I no, he's. Remember, he's two thousand year old dragon. That's not- <laughs> you're never gonna tire of that. Eight hundred year old vampire. I'll stop using it when Japan does. <laughs> you know what? See, never. Of, of all the characters, I think I would believe Kekuin to be the most vampire. Not Dio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, real talk. Dio doesn't have a lot of vampire energy. Are you kidding me? Not Do you this not season. Are <laughs> Did you watch Phantom Blood with us? No. Yeah, but not this season. <laughs> I mean, this season he's got a lot of shadow energy. <laughs> okay, he walks by. He walks by candles. They light and then go out as he passes by them. Okay. And you're telling me that's not vampire energy right there? I'm going to make a strong case for this. So as we start seeing more and more of Dio. I think Dio gives off a very strong clown energy this season. <laughs> <laughs> what? Acacia's not going to be happy that you said that. <laughs> it's next season, Joey. Oh, sorry. Next season. This season, yeah, it, it's he's still given, vampire. Energy. This season, he's still giving off uh, BVE, <laughs> big vampire energy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think I can convince you a clown by the end. Uh, what? So why on earth isn't 
Jay Guile doing this on his own. Uh, I don't know. Do you think that, like, Dio ordered Jay Giles to kill him, and this is, like, his plan, but Whole Horse just showed up to get, <laughs> no, like, credit? Do you, do- At some point, Whole Horse, like, mentioned something about always needing, like, a partner. And he he just gets lonely, I guess. He needs to have a partner with them. You know what? Yeah. Big- and I guess he just fell in with Jay Guile. Big mood. Yeah, <laughs> he needs someone to complete him. I I mean, when you're gonna go kill a bunch of big beefy men, wouldn't you want to have a friend with you? Someone to have your back in a tight situation, right? I, uh, I the way you accentuated that, I'm I'm not sure what answer. Yes, <laughs> there's 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 a future out there where we just had like a buddy cop evil like evil scenario with whole horse and center and the Jay Isle. What is, what animal does Jake Isle ride around the desert with Polnareff? Or not Polnareff, Whole Horse. Whole Horse already killed it. It was the, that cobra. <laughs> so he ro- rides the cobra around the desert? I'm yeah. just imagining him like riding it like a skateboard. I mean, the <laughs> cobra has like shiny scales. He can probably hide yeah. inside what's, the cobra. What's the most mirror animal? Uh, uh, humans, apparently. but <laughs> uh, probably, probably some sort of fish. Yeah, probably some sort of fish. You're right. That's not an interesting answer, though. That's not an interesting answer. An iridescent glint beetle? <laughs> you just keep them away from Kakyoin. Anyway, so <laughs> Polnareff is, you know, grieving here, and Kakyoin's trying to get him to just get out of this situation because it is not good. I mean, Avril just got taken out, and Kakyoin wants to get the fuck out of here. But Polnareff For starts getting taunted by Whole Horse here. Yeah, Pole oh, yeah. Pole. Little Pole Pole. Which, tr- like... Polnareff gains an aura here, and then turns into orange Sherbert Polnareff. Uh, so his the colors shift, <laughs> the colors shift, and his hair turns orange. And Keisha just looks at me and goes, "Udameshi." <laughs> <laughs> See, my po- what I wrote down was like the Flintstone push pop. It, it looks more like a you know, the um, orange Sherbert thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it, okay, yeah. It I seems get it. more like a fighting game alt costume. Yeah. I'm looking at this close up of him. Uh, where it cuts off most of his like giant flat top, and actually he looks a lot like David Bowie. No, he's not the David Bowie character. I promise. No, yeah, there's a there's a character that's explicitly <laughs> David Bowie next season. <laughs> oh right, we we discussed this before. The Adventure Brothers is just a JoJo reference. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man, and we don't even get an opening this episode. No. It is jam. Well, we didn't get it's Walk Like an Egyptian last episode, and we don't get Stand Proud this episode. It's a true two parter. Yeah. You know, I hadn't even thought about that. Did we even get a two be continued last episode? Oh, I got a chat. We did. We did. We did. We did. did we? Yeah. 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 It just comes in and then immediately cuts to the next on. Gotcha. Someone vamp. I'm confirming. Okay. So, <laughs> one of my like, I really, 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 really love Jake Isle. Like his fucking stand is so fucking cool. I know I I've talked about this a little bit last episode, but I I don't know the design of it just really really works for me. <laughs> It's really good. <laughs> cyborg mummy is great. Also, you're right. It does have the to be continued. You like the cyborg mummy? There ain't nothing wrong with that. Effectively creepy. Hey, it's better looking than mummy Gundam. <laughs> There's a mummy right. Gundam. That's uh, pretty it, it, fucking low bar. To clear. Okay, Victor. <laughs> it's from G Gundam, so of course. Oh, a mummy it's the Gundam. E- it's the Egypt Gundam. Yes. Oh, it was boy. the it was the Egypt Gundam that was overtaken by DG cells. What the? What's a DG cell? It, oh well, thank you for asking. <laughs> DG cells are cells created by the the dark Gundam or in the original Japanese the Devil Gundam. Oh, and it just-
It's taking over. It took over the Egypt Gundam and turned it into some weird like Polnareff's looking real scared here as <laughs> said, as the hanged man is coming at him in a window, and then they break the window, and then they realize there's still reflective surfaces everywhere, and Kakuin steals a truck. Yep. <laughs> now, what, steals a truck. We, we have to be real. Like, Kakuin shoots Polnareff with Emerald Splash. Once, oh, right. Right. Once, <laughs> once again, reiterating that, that Emerald Splash is just not very effective. Hey, this is its maybe its one win so far. It yeah. did something this time. It did I mean, something it's, helpful. It's this a time. pretty effective distraction for Gray Fly in that one episode. And I, I need y'all to look yeah. at the visuals on this fucking scene in the manga. Be- oh, boy. Oh, wow, those- I, it, it's a two parter. That's legitimately gorgeous. It's wonderful. Yeah. Like it, it, like it has a. It's Kakuin doing the Emerald Splash with like all of these waves behind him, and it's like they're coming towards the, the perspective, and they're like glowing, and they look like really good. The polar shot where like it's white on one half of him as he bisects the frame, and there's like the <laughs> action lines in the other. Like when did Araki learn to draw? <laughs> this manga. I mean. Okay, I, I say that, and then I look at um, freaking centerfold in the, the bottom left there, where he's just like, <laughs> like, being the hangman. Araki's always yeah, been able to draw. It's just like half the time he just forgets. You have to pick and choose your battles. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll get a really good picture of uh, a Jonathan, and then the next panel you'll get uh, Zeppeli, and it just looks like <laughs> he just forgot. We get Zoopily seven or eight times. <sighs> so, Centerfold continues to taunt Polnareff and just listen, does like, you mad, bro? Like, are you mad? <laughs> like, th- that's almost the exact line. And then he throws it to Whole Horse, who says, Aye, aye, sir, and summons his gun. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Hi, hi, Captain. Like, well, what? I thought he was a cowboy. Hi, <laughs> hi, <aye>, sir. <laughs> and then uh, Kakuin steals the truck, just careens through this street, grabs Polnareff uh, as he drives by and pulls him in, <laughs> oh, and they does, speed off. It's so that's the dramatic good. where he like leans and, out and they they clasp hands and drags yeah. him off. And this is where we should have gone on to a Polnareff Kakuin buddy road trip movie. <laughs> where he has to go he has to go train for a while so that he can come back and kill Centerfold. Well yeah. we have this nice conversation where they're working through how the hanged man actually operates. Hold on, before that, can I comment on the fact that they get away because Whole Horse says, Oh, they're out of range of my stand. Which is bullshit, Re- by the way. <laughs> like Okay. Well, no, he qualifies that by saying, well, I could hit them, but it'd be so far away that I would have no strength. 
Your stand is a gun. <laughs> That's it's what a medium it, range weapon, Joey. That's what it is. They're Look, like Joey, less the, than 100 feet away. <laughs> Look, Joey, the further a stand gets away from its user, the weaker it gets. You, a so, real gun would be fine at that distance. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't have a real gun. Shoot the tires! <laughs> <laughs> would not stop them. He can shoot all four with one bullet. Would not it's stop It's too them. far away, Joey. It's too far away. It wouldn't have the penetrating power anymore. See, Joey, when it gets fur- oh, when it gets further away, the bullet just gets really, really small. <laughs> I'm starting to suspect <laughs> the emperor might not be good if you can only <laughs> kill people from ten feet away with your gun. <laughs> I mean, it's still good. Uh, uh? Look, it's probably got an effective range of like forty feet. <laughs> it's that's a good gun. It's a medium range stand. I mean, Joey, Joey, they're already all the way down the street. Joey, this is this is fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. All guns are garbage. You know, when's the, la- the last time someone used a gun was Stroheim. Probably Stroheim. Probably Stroheim. The, with his belly. Yeah, the, the fucking crotch gun. The crotch gun. <laughs> yeah. Had that, had that work. How effective that was. Had that work. The cars cut a lot of bullets in half. Yeah. <laughs> he could cut the space between nothingness and nothingness. <laughs> nothingness. <laughs> Man, polar cars makes polar look like shit. <laughs> cars makes everyone look like shit. Yeah, have you have you seen cars? He, he is Man, gorgeous. Cars would take on any of these people this season. Like not even close. Like it wouldn't even be a fight. Not even Joseph Josar. Do you think Joseph has learned more tricks? No. Do you think old man Joseph could take cars? I, I think he's probably gotten worse. You I can't think teach gotten... an old JoJo new tricks. Yes, you can. He has hermit <laughs> purple. Especially now. not this. Especially not this old JoJo. (laughs) He has definitely unlearned anything of value. (laughs) I mean, apparently he still knows how to use Hamon, so he kept the most worthless thing. (laughs) He definitely has not kept in shape. (laughs) I don't know. He he looks buff as fuck still. Yeah, he's definitely still jacked. They're all glamour muscles. (laughs) (laughs) Is he roided up? Yeah, he has no cardiovascular strength. Like... (laughs) Jogging for five feet wins him. I, are you kidding me? That's his. That's his family's secret power. He knows how to do that still. Yeah, yeah. he has to train for like that. that. Yeah, he can't give that up. Tim, he has lost all of his killing edge by yelling at the Japanese for the last thirty years. <laughs> that's yelling at the Japanese <laughs> no, has made him, him stronger. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> made him stronger. Uh, all right. So yeah, I, they get away, and uh, Kakuin starts explaining something. Right. They, they see they see Avdol's body in their rear mirror, and I'm like, oh, no, no, no it's oh so no. Bad. And one of them is like, like it's in the mirror world. You can't hurt the world. mirror world. And the other one's like, this is there's no such thing as a mirror world. This isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> and wait, Polter wait. very reasonably is like, we have stands, Victor. Yeah, Victor. Sure? There is no mirror world. Victor, there is no mirror Victor. world. Remember that Victor, for like two seasons. This is from important now. for you to know later on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. This Completely is stupid. Absurd. There's no such so thing. Stupid. But seriously, Polterov has the very reasonable counter argument of how can you say that we have fucking stands? We have fucking magical powers. Vampires right. exist in the world. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Genies? <laughs> God damn it. It's not the first time you've said that. <laughs> uh ghosts, werewolves. Let's let me let me give y'all a very six walking bullets. Let me give y'all a very subpar segue 
into some Polnareff facts. <gasps> Hell yeah. Oh boy, Polnareff facts. John Pierre Polnareff. Origin. Or- France. France. Uh-huh. Sagittarius. Sagittarius. That explains why he's so flighty. He is 185 centimeters tall. 193 centimeters with hair. <laughs> his <laughs> hair is a full eight centimeters on top of his height. With hair oh, yeah. is fully capitalized. It's caps locked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his favorite movie is Bad News Bears. I guess that's not a bad choice. Never his favorite it. color is gold. Not silver? No, that's no. his hair color. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, look, look at it. Look at his dumb heart earrings in this, and they're gold here for oh. some reason. So he he thinks that sitting around and studying hard is a waste of time. He'll always <laughs> choose the most direct approach, even if it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. He all he's always chasing his dreams. He's very direct and will always say whatever is on his mind because of this. People don't think of him as anything more than a proud, stubborn person. However, if you share a common goal with him, he is an invaluable partner. Oh, favorite that, type of woman that, that last depends part was on the wrong. <laughs> Very clearly wrong. Most of that description was correct. Favorite type of woman, uh, it says fortune teller. <laughs> uh, yeah. Woman's crossed out, actually. Hot Egyptians. <laughs> Perfect. The dead. Oh. Dead hot Egyptians. <laughs> He's always chasing his dreams what of dreams revenge. Is, yeah, what, what <laughs> dreams is that? Revenge, yeah. Yeah. And don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it. And, and he, he's definitely working on it this episode. Yeah, he's he's finally going to achieve it. I'm trying to imagine where Polnareff's story goes with the Stardust Crusaders after this. Is he now just traveling with them to avenge Avdol? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. We'll find out, Victor. Yeah, I mean, I next time because I wasn't expecting this quick of a resolution to that storyline. Yeah, that, it's placed very weird. Like I also never expected this to be that early, but you know, let's just get it out of the way and get cut, get that dead weight out of here. Polnareff looks at the rearview mirror and, and realizes it's a mirror and decides to chuck that shit right out the window. <laughs> That's a very funny scene. <laughs> yeah. I Good on Kakuin here for being like, all right, I forgive you. And then elbowing him in the goddamn <laughs> face and like hard enough to give him a concussion. Like, good for yeah. you fucking. My only regret is that he didn't grind it in like Yeah, Dio just did. twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, going with the elbow, like, he's just leaning into the wrestling moves, man. Hell yeah. Are we sure we have the right Kakuin still? <laughs> no, we, we traded him back for Yellow Temperance. We, we liked him a little bit more. <laughs> Here's what you don't understand. He got the cherry thing exactly right. The wrestling moves were also part of Kakuin's personality. <laughs> he was surprised. Yellow Temperance was actually doing a really good, good Kakuin impression. Yeah, like how much did we really know about Kakuin before that episode? I mean, he... <laughs> He really likes bugs, too. <laughs> Tasty. Oh, I love them. Coconuts, that is. That's my new headcanon. It's yep. not yellow temperance until the rail car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to accept everything that we learned about Cat Kane's double in the episode as just fact about Cat Kane. Yep. <laughs> Oh, man. We have no proof that it wasn't Kakuin. But yes, take this elbow to the face as my handshake. No, good for you. Polnareff <laughs> fucked up real big time. <laughs> he, he got Abdul killed. Straight up, like, 100%. A million percent. <laughs> and if that doesn't describe the character, I don't know what does. 
Polnareff is an idiot and gets people killed. Yeah, yep. okay. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, uh, even though they took the precaution of tossing the mirror out, Hangman still appears in the car because, for some reason, the steering wheel has chrome plating. <laughs> Polished yeah. chrome plating. Oh, yeah, in India, this, you know, <laughs> this random car parked on the side of the street has chrome interior. Yeah, pristine. <laughs> pristine. Hold on. Did Kaki mean hotwire this? <laughs> No, he has fucking uh, Hierophant Green. If he didn't send Hierophant Green into the locking me- <laughs> mechanism to just start this car, I'd be very upset. Actually, I like that a lot. Yeah, the same way he sent it into the ship that one time? Yes. <laughs> anyway, so they uh, realize the hangman is in the vehicle, and they're like, oh no, we need to do something. And what they decide to do is <laughs> just completely total this vehicle, just roll it over onto its top and destroy themselves. Uh, they they're... don't look any worse for wear for this. I mean, Paul, Paul Nerf already had all those injuries. <laughs> they look. They looked at each other and Kakuin like, hey. only hit his chest. And Paul Nerf like looks at the car after it's been crashed and sees the shiny bumper and cuts it up for some reason. Like that would help it at all. You're supposed like, to scratch it up, like throw sand on it and rub it in. Oh, there's a lot of sand throwing in this episode. <laughs> Because Polnerf. we're mature adults. <laughs> Polnerf does a lot of destroying of reflective surfaces in a way that doesn't actually help them in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He's not in the same game today. So the key His is boyfriend just cast died. a reflection on any of these. So they wisely decide to go behind a hill. And then some dumbass shows up. <laughs> they're they're not a soul for miles. And this kid just rolls up to them and is like, hey. Y'all were just in an accident. How are you doing? Like, y'all okay? <laughs> and they tell him to get the fuck out of here, you stupid motherfucker. And he's just like, hey, you know, you're just in an accident. I just want to help. Hey, hey, hey. And you see Jay Guile or, like, is it Centerfall or Jay Guile? It's hangman. the hangman. It's the hangman. Hang- the hanged man it's is Messina. just, like, reflected in the eye of the kid. <laughs> so the bullet would lose power. But mummy cyborg who can jump from reflective surfaces indefinitely forever <laughs> is long, longer range than the gun. Yeah, yeah, this stand this, is fucking ridiculous. Is it a long range stand? Is Jake Giles just like riding a moped in the background over a hill somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I like I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> there we go. Whole horse rides a fucking elephant. Jay Kyle rides a moped. A tuk tuk. They're in India. Oh uh, yeah, tuk tuk uh, all yeah. the way. So what follows is a scene of them running around trying to get the kid to not look at him. Go, go, shoo, look away. It's like Polnareff runs off screen and the camera kind of tracks him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As this kid is just the worst. This is I'm... the only valid use of shaky cam that has ever existed. <laughs> The kid's like, but you're bleeding. As we cut back to Polnareff, who, like all JoJo characters, just gushes blood from every... <laughs> just just squirts. It's great. He, he got lots of blood. <laughs> Gross. Just, so but much hey, blood. finally Polnareff understands how uh, his uh, stand works now. Because Polnareff kicks, figures it out. Fuck yeah, you guys. He kicks sand into the kid's eyes, and the, the stand has to jump away from it to the next reflective surface. And Polnareff is able to slice the, like, flash of light as it passes through the air into his own eye. Yeah, 
he cuts the space between nothingness and nothingness and light. But this seems like a really bad plan for uh, the hanged man here because the Polnareff's eye is the one reflective surface that can never catch a reflection of Polnareff. It's like your hands can touch anything but themselves, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, why didn't Hangman just get inside of Silver Chariot? Like, that's I don't a know spectacularly if it, shiny stand. I don't, I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure you can interact with another stand that way. But know. you know what? This is Judge's Bizarre Adventure, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the stand's not actually reflective. If it reflected light, other people could see it. You're not actually seeing the stand. You are oh, like, perceiving it in your mind. Yeah, but mm. just like you perceive light, light isn't really there. Yeah, but uh, it's still not light. a reflective surface. I mean, and light I, is actually there. I can see it. It's shiny. I can see. Hey, Joe, it's all magic it. bullshit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Never mind. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so now that he's cut the stand, there they hear a scream in the distance. They're like, "There he is! Let's go get him!" And they see this guy just laying, and he's just covered in blood. And he's like, and uh, Polnareff just starts giving his speech of, I'm Jean-Pierre Polnareff. You killed the, my sister. Yeah, you killed my die. sister. You killed Avdol. And now I'll have my revenge. And Kakuin is like, look, his hands. Before They're Polnareff not too right. kills Jay Giles here, though. Jay Giles is a music reference, isn't he, Victor? Yeah. Jay Giles of the Jay Giles Band. Known for that one song? Centerfold. Centerfold. Yeah. No, the other one. No. No. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking got me. <laughs> Jake Elsman, everyone. Victor here again with another JoJo's Bizarre Western Music reference. Today, we're taking a look at another act that, much like Holland Oates, had roots in the 60s but hit their peak in the early 80s. It's the Jay Giles Band, led by guitarist John Giles. The first incarnation of the band was a blues trio in the late 60s. The founding members were the man himself, Jay Giles, and two guys with the greatest stage names ever, Dr. Funk and Magic Dick. Over the course of a few years, they electrified their sound, picked up three more band members, and eventually settled on calling themselves the Jay Giles Blues Band, which would later become the name we're all familiar with now. Through the early 70s, the band built a following the way a lot of 70s rock acts did, by putting on a hell of a live show over and over again until they became local legends in the Boston area. Much of their output was covers of older R&B or soul songs, but they brought a tremendous level of energy and aggressive blues edge to every performance. To give you an idea of how integral the live shows were to the Jay Giles brand, their third album was a live album. They only had two albums worth of material and they were already putting out a live record. They got their first major hit off of their fifth studio album in 1974 called Must Have Got Lost. It went to number 12 and it kept the band and the record label's good graces while they continued to tour constantly with major acts like the Rolling Stones and Peter Frampton. 
But even with a couple more moderately successful albums after that, the Jay Giles Band could have been a total footnote in rock history, a forgotten also-ran that was a notable player at the time but never really hit it big. They even released a Greatest Hits album in 1979 that includes basically nothing you've ever heard. But again, like Hall of Notes, their fortunes changed in the year 1980. That year, they released the album Love Stinks, and it signaled a new direction for the band. Less blues, more pop. Less harmonica, more synthesizer. The album would go gold, and the title track would be a minor hit, but they followed it up with the album Freeze Frame, and that is when they really hit the spotlight. The album went to number one, went platinum, the title track peaked at number four, and the lead single would spend six weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100. Of course that song was centerfold. It's what everybody remembers the Jay Giles Band for. It's even what they changed Jay Gyru's name to in the localization of the anime. I'm sure you've just been sitting there waiting for me to mention it. And of course I was going to, regardless of the fact that this song defines the band's legacy, because this song is awesome, just a classic in every way. Uh, unfortunately though, the Jay Giles Band flamed out rather quickly after that. Lead singer Peter Wolf left the band in 1983 because he didn't agree with the band's new direction. They recorded one more album without him, but it was a flop, and the band broke up shortly thereafter. They've been back together a number of times since then, but the group appears to be permanently disbanded following Jay Giles' death in 2017. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna go back to the show here, and I'm just gonna let Centerfold ride for the outro. Just enjoy it. Yeah, freeze frame would have been the other one, Victor. Come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dear listener, please don't pretend that Joey just came up with that on his own because I definitely said no, that during the break. <laughs> and no one's ever going to hear that part because it's getting cut out. It's just me schooling you in music knowledge. But if I reference what you cut out enough, you have to leave it in because then no. the bit will be too long and then none of it will make sense if you cut it out. No, we're yes. going to cut everything out. But the longer it goes, the more likely I am to just replace all of your dialogue with chimp noises. At this point. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Just like... <laughs> No! <laughs> no! Yeah, it would be just like when we were talking about... No, this is actually a lot of effort. Please stop. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> what? You want to pull editing tricks, we'll force you to do editing work. <laughs> That's not fair. Okay.
Okay, don't invite don't invite Joey's wrath actually, because <laughs> he can make you literally say anything. And, I, mean, I definitely said I rub my eight centimeters of crotch gun out to tasty dreams of penetrating Mummy Gundam seven or eight times and then crying. <laughs> Are we all on a watch list now? <laughs> Because I think with you doing that there, I think all four of us have said that out loud now. No, we we were already on the watch list because of that one episode that we did with the with the monkey that, <laughs> that, that we won't call by name because otherwise it will be replaced by chip noises. The, the monkey that must not be named. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, the monkey's let's, name's forever, but... <laughs> let's talk about the homunculus that is Jake. He opens his opening play is to not use his stand, instead to not just... use his stand that has knives. He just, he just throws, a, throws knife. a knife into Paul This is what I'm talking about. Whole horse should and... just also have a gun. <laughs> He's crawling like his stand crawls. <laughs> That's just Jake Isles. That's just who he be. Wait, do you think That's he just has... how he be, I guess. Does he maybe have two right feet, too? <laughs> That's dumb, Jerry. That would, be, that would be a significant hamper to his mobility, yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine buying shoes for two right feet. Like, do you have to buy two, two whole sets of shoes? Yeah, two no, whole you should go to the shoe store, and you swap the right shoe out of one box... And put it, replace it with the left shoe from a different box, and then just buy, buy the, the two right shoes. Uh, no, they're not no, going to check. So, I'm going to be that guy. So no, I got a question. You buy two pair. Okay, fine. Bits over. Let's go, Victor. What's I've, your question? I got a question. You go for Bogo. Why does does Jay Guile here live any more than 0.5 seconds after he reveals himself? <laughs> Why does Polnareff not just pincushion him immediately, Victor? Talking's a free action. Talking's a free action. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but, like, the, there has to have been some block of time for all of those randos over there to use their move actions. Like, Polnareff no, absolutely could have killed this guy. Jake <laughs> got a surprise round. Yeah. It's a surprise round. God, they, why is he so hideous? They had already used the <laughs> move. No. They had already started the move action to go find the other guy. God. Up until he revealed himself, I thought he was going to be a stand user that just doesn't talk very much. But this guy cannot stop talking <laughs> once he shows up, and I hate him. Just hate it. Joey, you asked why he's so hideous. You've seen his mother. I know, That's but true. we've already established that I would... <laughs> you really gonna you're gonna say that again? Uh, nope. You're gonna, you're gonna double down on that? <laughs> no, instead, I'm gonna show you all a picture of Jay Giles pointing with his upside down hand. Oh yeah, that I'm like, why? Why would you do? This? <laughs> oh no, I actually like, really like I'm it. Like, why like, is he pointing with his pink? Oh, that's oh. <laughs> like, oh. Th- seriously, the two right hands still fuck me up. Like <laughs> whenever I see it doing things, I'm like, that's not how that's supposed to look. And I'm like, uh... oh right, two right hands. <laughs> like like when you get the flashbacks of him like strangling, and I'm like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> so to answer your question, Victor, I forgot. Cactuine winds up for an emerald splash, but Jake Giles goes, wait, hold on a second. And he stops. <laughs> <laughs> this happens like, so many times in this show. Cactuine is ready to kill this guy. And he's like, hold on, I want to see what he does. And he then takes about a good 20 seconds to round up everyone in the area. There's just all these randos in these ruins for some reason. They what are they doing here? They're, they're homeless. <laughs> they're, they're the two million homeless people. They're just hanging out in Calcutta. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, these and are a we... bunch of, like... <laughs> oh, yeah. These people are awful. They are. 
just terrible. Yeah, I love it, how it, terrible they look. Not great. Like, not a single one of them has a full mouth of teeth. <laughs> hey, that's not true. One I see of them does, actually. But this is like, I hate the scene. So all these people swarmed uh, uh, Kakyoin and Polnareff because Jaygal said, hey, they've got money and they're just giving it away. Woo! <laughs> like, and these dumbasses just... That's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Oh, that sounds right. And this is working out for Jaygal because now he can just make his stand just zip between all these eyes. And they're all staring at our stand users. So, of course, like, this is working out perfect. He keeps pointing with his hand. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it's so weird. Like, it's not, it's not even his right hand. They, oh, they do it on yeah, purpose yeah. with his left hand. Yes. That is also yeah. a right it, hand. Yeah. It's so simple. His left right but hand. It's so effective at being really unsettling. Yeah. My favorite part about him is he has uh, Avdol's, like, lines on his face for some reason. He inherited his will. I guess. When you ki- when you kill a stand user, you take his power. Yes. You eat his heart. So Kakuin, um saves the day here. Is super cool and collective while Polnareff is just getting murdered. And he's like, "Watch this!" Pulls out a gold coin out of his pocket and, and then flips all it of the these homeless people are like, <gasps> "He does the counterpoint to uh, Polnareff's like heroic speech from earlier." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good buddy moment. And when he pulls out the coin, he's like, I'll have you pay with your life. <laughs> he has some good lines here. Merci, Kakyoin. Yeah. So he flips this coin to the air. And of course, everybody stares at this coin. Which means and that the only surface that the hangman can jump to is this coin. Which is very clever, I think. And then yeah. he kicks sand into more of a face. Perfect. And then... Pocket sand, Yeah! <laughs> We get Silver Chariot cutting, uh, cutting the stand out of midair as it's trying to get into the coin. Oh, it's so good. Yep. It's so good. It makes a great sound. Somehow, Jay Giles still standing. After being cut in half. Well, only on the surface. Alright. Uh, but yeah, then- we, get, we get a nice line here where before Jay Giles had said, your sister was pretty good at crying sobbing and then Polnareff after he cuts him like Jay Guile is really not having it he is crying and trying to run away and Polnareff's like hey you're pretty good at sobbing <laughs> and then they murder him because he needs to be murdered yeah yes, this man <laughs> deserves it we get I, another thing where Polnareff just right through the tongue Yes, right yeah, another tongue pierce. Yeah, and then he flips the dude upside down somehow, and he's like hanging. This is the fourth the tongue pierce man. this season. We're twelve episodes in. That's one tongue pierce every three episodes. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive tongue piercing. Mm-hmm. Iraqi, yeah. what the fuck, man? <laughs> Rocky likes tongue piercing. I've, I've, I've heard it makes it better. All right. So uh, after all this, after John Pierre Polnareff's arc is over. They go walking away and cool buddy cop, you know, walking away. Uh, guys, too, cool guys are too, yeah, cool guys don't look like explosions. Yeah. Leave yeah. that dead body there. We're going to walk off <laughs> into the distance. As whole horse, just like, oh, yeah, you forgot about me, didn't you? Well, I mean, like, we, we cut to uh, the, the hanged man's, like, 
like image bumper, and it comes back, and they are just magically back in town, and whole horses behind them. Yeah, there's are. there's yeah. no setup to this. <laughs> cool, just guys. like the whole horse, whole horse calls out to them, and then they just turn their back on him again. Well, he starts doing <laughs> some revolver ocelot tricks and breaking windows. Because <laughs> whole horse needs to be shamed because that's who he is as a person. Yep, with his butt flap. Whole horse has a butt flap. God, Polarf's line here is that. Sorry, Centerfold's too busy to help because he's in hell. That's not a cadence of a joke, but like th- there's nothing. <laughs> that's not a that's not a thing. Yeah. 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 And Whole Horse is not really like he's not really accepting it. He's like, no, you're bluffing. He's gotta be here somewhere, right? And then he he uses the famous Joe Star technique <laughs> that he shouldn't know and pieces out. Status <laughs> of running away is exclusively a Joe Star technique. It is exclusively a Joe Star technique. Nobody ever retreats in this anime. <laughs> we established that with with Dyer. <laughs> you, you get a little like flashback clips, and it's like you know all this time I've always had a partner, but like right now he's got to book it the fuck out of here. It's like, can't do the solo. Can't, can't do it. Can't. Mm-mm. Being number two is better than being dead number one. <laughs> I mean, he's not fair. Wrong. <laughs> Completely fair. Yeah. I, all right. Whole Horse is great. So Whole Horse runs away and turns a corner and is immediately decked by Jotaro. Yes, Jotaro <laughs> just hits him with the Megaton punch here. <laughs> I think that's just Jotaro's, like... Natural was, instinct is wait, to punch something that's coming. Wait, wait, of wait. course it is because he hasn't seen Whole Horse at this point. He has no <laughs> idea who this is. Was he just <laughs> waiting around this corner? How I many guess. people? How many people do you think he punched waiting? Uh, probably like twelve. <laughs> They're all around the corner here. He's just been punching anyone who gets in his way, which frankly would probably serve this group well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, this man does not look like he belongs here. <laughs> yeah. All right. To be yeah. What is this cowboy doing in Calcutta? Could he be a stand user? <laughs> Maybe he's a stand user. Uh, this is un like unusually good judgment by Jotaro. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I, I didn't figure it out. I was just going to do this to everybody in Calcutta. million people. Absolutely. So anyway, Whole Horse is on the ground as he should be after taking one of those. <laughs> where where he caught he those hands. <laughs> Polnareff is about to deliver the finishing blow, and then all of a sudden, this Indian girl from last episode hops out of nowhere and tackles Polnareff. Oh, she, she loves Whole back. Horse so much, and she needs him to escape, and nobody fucking does anything about I know, this. Just watch. <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah. If only we had some sort of stand who could just, like, stop him from going anywhere. If only we had a long-range stand that can, like, wrap around his feet or something. Or maybe... It would have been appropriate to lasso him. (laughs) They missed the perfect chance to lasso him. (laughs) Hierophant Green. I'm just imagining, like, Hierophant Green, like, collecting its coil and, like, doing a fucking lasso. I am so upset this missed opportunity. I am so angry right now. Just, like, Like, twirling the lasso in the air. (laughs) Oh, this is great. Whole horse God. just teleports onto a horse nearby and rides away. There was no <laughs> horse. <laughs> it's also his stand. 
<laughs> oh, Aren't they gonna okay. have horse? Like, yeah, for real it, though. It wasn't there. Yeah, there's in Calcutta. His <laughs> elephant was in the shop. <laughs> let's be real. They, 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 the girl brought it. Like, it, uh, yes, oh, yeah, probably. But, yeah, probably. But yeah. she got off of it, and there's a good three seconds here, and this horse is almost 100% stolen in those three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, But yes, they have these three jacked dudes just watch Polnareff get tackled by this young girl. <laughs> Jonro and Joseph aren't even like fatigued from a fight or anything. They just stand there and let Polnareff get clowned on by this tiny girl. <laughs> it's, it's really hot there. They're you know, <laughs> sweating a bunch. They're wearing giant clothing. General already punched him. Everyone else can carry their weight. <laughs> he did all he needed to do. Like he could have just aura 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 this motherfucker at any moment. Oh, a hundred percent. And he should have, but he didn't. <laughs> but he didn't. So the girl gets scratched up and Joseph bandages her and one drop of blood really inexplicably shoots over and lands at his arm. Yeah. It's the it's the jo- yeah it's the Bo- JoJo's bizarre adventure. Universe. So Blood is, just does that occasionally. And yeah. so they let Whole Horse get away, and then so they just like kind of walk off. Is that bandage he uses the the fragment of like Abdul's scarf or whatever? Oh, Aww. is it? Let me see. Oh, I don't know because it looks no. kind of the same. Also, no. we got a major character dying and leaving behind no, like a scarf. A... Oh yeah, we <laughs> did. <laughs> Didn't mention that last episode, but. So as Joseph is walking away with the rest of the group, you see the spot where the blood dripped onto him, and it's like a weird, f- like circle of flesh that's kind of growing on a f- him. A then, flesh bud, then, even. Yeah, a flesh bud, and then a mouth opens on it, and it goes. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I don't. TV continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Instant, I love it already. Instant hatred. <laughs> oh, I like it. The sound is so good. <laughs> it, it's not good. It is the opposite of good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm so excited for next week's episode. Uh, we get a very good. Oh my god! And oh no! Next, like the, it's just <laughs> Joseph screaming. It's great. <laughs> good. Anything that makes Joseph scream is so good. Now, this is gonna be the first time we actually get the proper. Oh my so. god, no knows. Because I've been yep. waiting for them and they haven't happened yet. Oh oh they're starting they're they're coming, Victor. So how'd you like the episode, Victor? Oh, uh, it was it was fitting. It was a good continuation of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh Jay Guile is a monster and I'm glad to see him die. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Are you glad to see Whole Horse still survive? Yeah, actually. I'm glad that we're gonna get more Whole Horse later. What do you mean? Maybe he never comes back. Yeah. Oh, no, we we get more whole horse later. <laughs> I like that it means that we'll get more whole horse later and we'll get another team up. Yeah. Yeah, because he has to team up with somebody. He can't go it alone. Mm-hmm. And it might be <laughs> like, God, that, that episode is so good. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. It's so good. God, I love dumb shit. God, I love uh, JoJo. <laughs> yeah, JoJo's so good. I mean, it is. Grant, how'd you like the episode? I liked it a lot. It was a good continuation of the previous one, as Victor said. Like it has, it it you get the satisfying moment of Paul Nerf getting his revenge. Yeah, yeah, cathartic. It is cathartic. Uh, I miss Avdol already. <laughs> yeah, Avdol was a champion. I was gonna say maybe we could get a little more of 
of that actual catharsis of Polnareff finally avenging his sister and thinking about, you know, how much he loved her and everything. But that would require a Rocky to try to develop a female character for even two pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. This is this is a D D session. You don't get to see that. <laughs> the tragic backstory yeah. is already built in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one cares. Let's get to killing more sand users. <laughs> yeah. And Tim, yeah. any more thoughts? Uh, mm, no, mirror worlds are dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. They should mirror, never. It's dumb. Oh, There's man. no such thing. No such thing. No such thing as mirror worlds. All right. What well, kind thank- of fairy tale do you think we live in? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Fairies? No, aliens. 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 All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. Uh, where can we find everyone? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at BigBlueZam1, where you'll see the monstrosity that is Jay Guile. Oh, God, it's so bad. You can find me on Twitter at TFWaffleMan. Tweet at the podcast at JoestarAllStars. Uh, find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, JoestarAllStars.Fireside.FM. If you want to send us any hate mail, send it to joestarallstars at gmail.com. And, you know, like, subscribe, tell a friend, inflict us on the world. Five yeah. stars. Five stars. Yell it from the rooftops. Scream it. Hold down your friends and hold headphones to their head. Force feed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just shove the headphones down their throat. Yeah. Little clockwork orange on them and force them to watch JoJo. Yeah. We all, yes. <laughs> that, I think, is the optimal JoJo viewing experience, if yeah. we're being honest. <laughs> You you tape their ears open. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait. <laughs> I'm terrified that that implies that you think people can close their ears voluntarily with like a can muscle. You, can you not, you Joey? Can't. What? Jo- Joey? <laughs> no. Maybe, maybe you should see a doctor. Do y'all yeah. have ear sphincters? I do have ear sphincters. <laughs> you, you don't? No. You're just gaping all the time? Oh, no. Man, what a slut. Is that how people hold earbuds in? Oh, you need plugs? No, like earbuds. AirPods? Is that how they hold them? Uh, Joey. Uh, Joey, Joey, I feel partially responsible for us going down this path, and I hate it. Are AirPods just... Butt plugs for your ears. Yes. Say goodbye, Joe. <laughs> Thank you all for, for some reason continuing to listen and watch to this. Uh, this is Joestar All Stars signing off for all you centerfold face nerds out there. Oh. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, goodbye JoJo. JoJo. Oh yeah, tongue fuck my ear sphincter.